0: Hello and welcome back to Faith, Family, and Wrestling. I am one half of the host team here. I am Joey, the host with the most pride right now because I actually watched YouTube and figured out how to cut my own hair. So I did my own haircut this week. It was awesome. Um, My kids made fun of me, so that was even better. But uh, it was an awesome time. But that's enough about me. We have an awesome show today. And I am not going to introduce our guest. I'm going to let Joe introduce her. But before we do that, Joe, tell them about yourself.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Joe Matthews. I am one half of the commentary team for Hard Knocks Wrestling, which can be found on YouTube every Saturday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as well as being the co-host of this wonderful show, Faith Family Wrestling. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are excited. We have a, an amazing guest in the honor of women's History Month, and actually today as we record this, today is International Women's Day. So all over the world we are celebrating women, and I cannot believe we are celebrating this woman today fresh off a triple threat match where she was spearing people, kicking butt and taking names. We have the real deal, Lexi Steele. Hey,
2: how you how doing you today, Lexi?
1: <laughs> all right. I love doing those intros. It's just me all pumped <laughs> up.
0: Lexi, it's awesome to have you on. And um, it's been really cool because we got to watch you, like Joe said, on the first time ever pay-per-view. Before we dive too far in, give us, like, your insights on that. What was it like to be a part of that pay-per-view?
2: Oh, it was unreal. Um, that's probably one of the biggest shows that I've been on so far, and I, I had an absolute blast with it. Um just seeing everybody working so hard to get everything set up, it was it was it was a good experience.
0: And what what was it like? Because I know it was set up as a trip or as a as a singles match. Um, tell us a little bit about the the triple threat aspect of it. What was that like? And to have both of those ladies in the ring with you, what was that like for you?
2: Um, it was it was a great opportunity. I had. Um, I've, I've been a fan of both of them. Uh, they're really great people. Um, Sadie Lee and uh, Ellie, they're, they're some tough competitors out there. So,
0: And I'm sure Joe's wanting to ask this question, but did you get a chance to eat some of the cookies that Sadie Lee brought down to the ring?
2: I did not. I did not. I wish I could have. Um, they looked really good. I just didn't, I didn't get the chance to. So maybe next time, maybe next time.
1: No, I, I heard they were snickerdoodles and I heard they were really good in the comment section so yeah. <laughs> yeah um I loved it she came out and I was like what is going on <laughs> and um I won't lie like uh even my son uh who's, who's a you know he's a young professional wrestler he walked in the room and was like what and sat down and watched your guys match beginning to end and loved every second of it too but he just it cracked me up. So he's like, all right, who's grandma or whose mom stepped in the ring? <laughs> you no,
2: know, there was a, there was a yo mama joke thrown out there and <laughs> she just popped on out. So it was, it was a great time. It was good.
0: Awesome. Yeah, it was, it was really cool too. Cause one of the things that we talked about this in our review, the physicality of that match. Mm-hmm. Um, what tell us about that a little bit. Um, what is it like to get, that physical and like your spears, I was hurting just watching you spear those ladies. Man,
2: you know, um, it I love the physicality part of it. Um, but it is a, uh, it's definitely a good time. It's a little nerve wracking sometimes, but um, you know, you just get in there and you kind of get lost in the moment,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh. You know, you just give it everything you have, and the physicality part of it—it's just such a a adrenaline rush for me. So, you know, it it, it kind of just—it's unreal.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Well, and you—you in that match got to pin the mother of wrestling, Sadie Lee. Um, you've got. Uh, with that victory you're you're it seems like you're moving on to the next first time ever to super turbo. you want to tell us a little bit about that and uh who you're going up against?
2: yeah, so I am going up against lilith grim um she seems like a really tough competitor um am I'm, I'm excited for it and um She is an OVW standout, so she she's going to be a tough competitor, Um, but I'm super excited for it. Uh, It's going to be a good show. And uh, that, along with the first first time ever, you can find on Cheap Pop Network. Um, And everything on there is kind of like a um, pay per view, so you don't have to subscribe to anything, but um, everything on there is going to be four ninety nine or less. So it's a it's a great and cheap way to watch the shows. So
0: we're at cheapest pay-per-views you can find out there. That's awesome. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> um,
2: now, cheap you were cost tell-
0: wise,
1: but quality's pretty good.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were telling us before we got on to uh, some exciting news that we didn't even know about. Um, You want to we'll let you share that about first. Time, the next first time ever stuff
2: yeah so uh first time ever three is going to be in Miami in August. That's super exciting um never been to Florida, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a new new experience for me I'm excited for it
0: awesome that's that's really cool I'm excited. I lived in Florida for about five years oh really um, yes, I loved it, but my wife did not like the heat, so we had to move to where there's snow, which is terrible, but, uh, yeah, it's, that's awesome. I'm excited you get to go down there and that's really cool too, that you guys are moving. Like it's, it's not just in one spot that you guys are able to grow and it's growing and growing. That's a really cool thing.
2: Oh yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely really cool for me because, um, growing up, I didn't really travel many places. I've never, I've never been a whole lot of uh, places other than the surrounding areas of where I live and, uh, you know, getting to uh, travel and do the thing that I love. It's really empowering for me. So. That's awesome.
0: That's really cool. Um, Let me ask you this too. What does it feel like to be a part of, uh, I keep calling this almost like a movement with the first time ever. It's indie guys and gals coming together and doing shows and, doing something that's not been done before. What does that feel like to be a part of that?
2: You know, I feel like I'm I'm able to be a part of the next step of professional wrestling and uh it's it's really nice to be able to meet so many people who are in the same boat and who are going around trying to have the same dream as you and you get to relate with everybody and uh it's it's just so inspiring to see how many people uh there are out there with the same dream as you and you you know you kind of all come together in this one place to put on a great show and it's it's amazing
0: um talking about coming together to put on a great show um and just everyone having the same dream what got you into this dream what made you want to be a wrestler
2: So, you know, growing up, I watched a lot of uh, WWE and me and a couple of my friends were huge fans and, uh, you know, kind of dropped off from it for a while. And uh, me and my boyfriend, uh, he came up to me one day and he was like, you know, I think I want to try out this professional wrestling thing. He was like, I'd love I'd love it if you would like come and try it out with me. And I, I got in the ring. And fell in love with it as soon as as soon as I stepped in the ring, I fell in love with it. And I just haven't I haven't stopped since. And I've been working at it for almost two years now. So
0: when doing that, what has been like your influences? Who who has influenced you in your wrestling career?
2: So definitely Hulk Hogan. Uh, Hogan is my my top influence at the moment. Jordan Grace uh, has definitely been a big, big influence. Uh, Gail Kim, I think she's mm-hmm. one of the greatest wrestlers to come out of uh, the women's industry. Um, Trish Stratus, when I was growing up, I, I loved, loved everything she did. And uh, those are those are just a couple of the like many people that have that have brought me to where I am so
0: um I will say I kind of picked up that maybe Hulk Hogan was by your uh, promo in the pay-per-view about the vitamins and stuff I <laughs> I was like ah I know exactly where she's coming from
2: <laughs> yes yes I am the uh Barbie Hulk Hogan uh <laughs> that is that is what I'm going for at the moment so I'm I, I'm, I love, I love what I'm doing right now. Um, I come out with a pink boa, Yep. give it to somebody in the crowd. It's a good time.
0: I know. Now let me ask you this. Cause I, I've, I've watched different wrestlers do that where they give some, how do you pick who you're going to give the pink boa to?
2: Um, you know, I just, I get up on the second rope and I look out. And I find whoever catches my eye the most, uh, see who seems to be the most interested and uh, somebody who would get a kick out of me giving them a boa. I mean, there's there's people that just catch your eye. And that's normally who I go for.
0: What what is it like uh, with training and everything else? Where did you end up training at?
2: So I currently train at uh, Lodi's in uh, Matthews of North Carolina. And I train with uh James Johnson. um he was also on the first time ever card
0: um sunrise
2: yes tie sunrise um and uh I also train with cam Jackson. I try to get as much training as I can, so I train with uh quite a few different people uh just so I can get different points of views and uh different opinions on some stuff but
0: okay. Let me ask you this with with wrestling being very male centric, there being more male wrestlers than female wrestlers. I'm guessing a lot of the training has been with a lot of different guys. What is that like? Uh, Because we we're getting a lot of women starting to listen to our show. And my wife is constantly asking me questions about this type of stuff and I can't answer it. So uh, from a woman's perspective, what is it like? training with all these other guys?
2: Yeah. So, um, actually most of the places that I've trained, I've been the only girl with the except the exception of like two or three others. Um, so whenever you first walk in, obviously they're going to treat you a little different. They're going to be like, Oh, like it's a girl kind of blow you off. Be like, Oh, she's got, she'll be gone in a couple weeks. Um, but, once you really get in there and show that you can hang with the boys and (laughs) just kind of assert your dominance in a way, but, uh, you know, um, there have been, there have been a good group of guys that have kind of accepted me as one of the boys and, uh, I will be forever grateful for that. Um, but I mean, even now I'll walk in the locker room some places and, uh, you kind of get this look like, Oh, what's a wrestler's girlfriend doing in here? Or like, <laughs> Oh, like somebody's wandered in here. And, uh, you know, like you just kind of have to shrug it off. And then you get in your gear and they're like, Oh wait, she's, she's a wrestler. And it's, it's kind of funny to me. Um, now, I mean, whenever I first started out, I was a little intimidated by it. Cause I kind of felt like I didn't belong in some places, but, uh, I've definitely grown to accept that some people aren't going to be as accepting of uh, women being in the locker room and uh, women in general being wrestlers. So uh, you just kind of have to grow to accept some things, but
0: with, with, with accepting that one of the, one of the other things that I've noticed is most cards are, there's one or two female matches on the card. What, what is that like, and what do you have to do to be able to get people's attention to to be able to get even on some of these cards?
2: Yeah, so um obviously, there are a lot of great women out there um but it's just a matter of really making yourself known um and when you do get on these cards, you know uh obviously the wrestlers in the back aren't gonna take it as seriously, but I feel like the fans really like when there's a uh women's match on the card just because it's something different uh not a lot of places have it I mean a lot of the cards you see on uh, a typical indie show is going to be all male there's not going to be that many female uh matches on the card so I feel like it's definitely an advantage sometimes because people get more interested they're like oh wow like it's women but you know uh wrestlers in the back sometimes don't pay as much attention to it. Um, so you just kind of have to, you have to try really hard and you have to work at it and make sure that you prove to them what, what goes down is legit. I mean.
0: Okay. What? Awesome. Now talking about proving to them and wrestling and training with guys one thing that we noticed when we were doing our research and uh, looking into some of your past matches is you have done a handful of intergender matches. Oh yeah. Um, what is what what is your thought? What is that like to be in an intergender match?
2: So it's it's definitely um, a different experience than wrestling with women, although the the aggressiveness factor isn't really different. Um, I know that's kind of surprising, but, uh, you know, I feel like whenever you get in the ring with a man, they're going to underestimate you. Obviously, um, they're going to think of themselves as the person that's gonna, uh, make it out of that. But, you know, um, when you get in there, you just have to kind of not really see yourself as like a man and a woman. You just see yourself as people. And when you look at it that way, you can kind of size up the situation a little better. Um, it's not so much. Oh, it's a guy and I'm a girl. It's more of OK. So they're a little bit bigger. What do I need to do to combat that?
0: Yeah, I and I like that because I, I got to watch. uh one of your intergender matches, which was actually at the School of Morton's uh, Battle of the Sexes. Yes. Um, and I believe you were teaming with Chris Phoenix, correct? Yes. Um, which, I, like I said before, I've been digging into some of his stuff, too. It's been really his comedy with cracking me up. But uh, yeah. watching, watching it at first, because I've seen some other intergender tag matches, and I thought, okay this is going to be the women fight the women and the guys fight the guys. But I watched, I was like, wow, she is really giving it to that guy. She is going all out. Um, What is, what has been your favorite? Who's your favorite guy to wrestle against? Or do you have one?
2: So um, I'm definitely going to give that one to uh, James Johnson. Uh, We have, we have, uh, we have tagged. And we have wrestled against each other, and uh both times it was it's it's a good time he definitely puts up a fight and it's it's a good it's it's just a great time
0: awesome um, now when it comes into it there's one thing I've noticed there's all sorts of different styles. Uh, and that was one of the big things about First Time Ever was the different styles of wrestlers going at each other and uh, how that would mesh or clash or who would win out. Um, when it comes to your style, is it seems to be more of a pound them. And I mean, you've got the spear and everything else. What is it like when you go up against other people and, and guys and girls, but especially some of uh, some of the women that may be a little more uh lucha style what is that like
2: so you know it's it's something you have to kind of adapt to um it's a, it's a lot more fast paced and um keeping up with that is sometimes a struggle um but you know it's you can adapt quickly you just have to kind of um put your brain in, kind of, in a higher gear um, as far as speed and um, agility, but uh, it's it's really it's like it's like any other style I mean you just have to kind of adapt to it. Um, obviously people are gonna have different styles than you that you're gonna work with and it's it's good to um, be able to kind of Move between styles sometimes, uh, just depending on who you are going up against, but uh as long as you have the style that you are that you're most comfortable with, but you can kind of move within the other styles um, you're good
0: um that's cool that's Joe understands that stuff better than I do. um <laughs> I'm a guy that sits back, and watches wrestling, Joe gets into the ring and enjoys it uh but one thing i will say for all of us whether you wrestle or not wrestle um especially with women history month looking looking back at all the women who have wrestled and paved the way for what women's wrestling is today um joe i know you you you're wanting to talk about this cuz before we got on joe was biting at the bit talking with me earlier today about this uh, Joe, what are your thoughts so far on just like the women's wrestling, the revolution and everything?
1: Right, we were kind of having a, a debate, and maybe you can you can give us your opinion on it too. Like they call it the women's evolution right now, which started it, especially on on WWE TV. Um, I mean, it started other places, but it finally broke through on WWE TV. Was where did it start? And where like it, you know was AJ Lee? Was it Paige? um we're kind of kicking around the idea like i feel like this new revolution this new blood started with like beth phoenix and that era because before that unfortunately like you had this great era of trish stratus and lita and then with jackie and ivory and jazz and victoria and I mean mickey james like you can name all these amazing women and then it kind of went downhill i won't say downhill wwe changed how they wanted to present the women um because they still worked hard it's just what they were given to work with by wwe um but then it finally started coming back up, and you know when you look at the women's evolution or the opportunities they're getting now, where do you think it started with, or who do you think it it finally started with? Oh, I can't forget Natalia. Like I don't want to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I definitely think that um, Beth Phoenix and Natalia, I I I would like to say that they started it, um, just because, I mean, when they started out, it was such a different uh, such a different dynamic than what they were
1: mm-hmm.
2: because, I mean, you had the, the models and the people that looked like Barbie dolls. um, And then you had, you had Natalia and Beth Phoenix and they were strong and they, they looked like they should be there. If that makes any sense. Not yeah. that the other ones don't look like they should be there, but they looked like wrestlers
1: strong and, and athletic and
2: yeah um so I, I would have to I would have to say that it started with Natalia and Beth Phoenix
1: okay and as we we're saying that you know what popped in my head I, I want to say it started with Impact because yeah. you mentioned Gail Kim like yeah. Gail Kim, Awesome Kong, Velvet Sky, um, Angelina Love like which was the greatest heel female tag team ever of Velvet Sky and <laughs> Angelina Love uh, and of course I'm drawing a blank on their tag team name, um, but that to me, um, I think that started and that opened a lot of doors because the women on Impact starts, were given a platform to perform, and now WWE's, you know, giving women a platform, to, a platform to perform. That's tough to say. And um, I was telling Joey, because a lot of the independent shows I'm on in Southern California, we can go three months without seeing a women's match. And okay. to me, that's disappointing, you know, whereas first time ever, every time a card comes out the next three months, we see, you know, a, a woman on it, at least one women's match. Yeah. You know, and I find it entertaining, you know, um, the fact that you're know, like you girl. I mean, I don't see you girls go. That sounds horrible. Um, you guys worked your tails off in that ring and had a very strong and solid match. And I think, you know, people don't give women wrestlers enough credit for their ability in the ring because they still think of, you know, 10 years ago what what women's wrestling was, where it was more flipping around the hair and and, you know, tight clothes versus you guys actually being in the ring and being able to to work and outwork a man in in, you know, some instances.
2: Oh yeah. Um I definitely think um some people still have the mindset of 10 years ago where um we're more models than actual wrestlers, but I guarantee you, if you come to a indie wrestling show and see the matches that are on the card and see the women's matches, there's so much more, so much more than what it was 10 years ago.
0: Oh yeah. It's it they, like we were saying before the physicality of it. Um, you like the chops you took and the elbows you took, uh, in the first time ever match. Th- that was, I don't want to take chops like that. I, I, I'm sitting there going, no, oh, no, I don't want to do that. That's <laughs> Oh yeah. what, what else? Well, actually one wrestler you, you mentioned, I want to go talk about her a little more Jordan grace. Um, there are some who may not know her that well. She is on impact right now. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you like about her and what influence she's had on you in your style of wrestling. Uh,
2: Just the strong style that she works, that she is very innovative with it. Um, She, I mean, she's not afraid to go out there and show her muscles and show what she can do in the ring. Um, And she's just got some powerhouse, powerhouse moves. And uh, I feel like that's so much different than the perception of women as supposed to be like smaller and, you know, kind of just more flexible and have more of a Lucha style normally. Um, But she's just so, so much of a powerhouse. And it um, I'd like I'd like to get there one day as far as. the strength that she has and the muscles that she has, I would love to um, work and get that.
0: Well, I would say after watching the last couple of matches I've watched of yours, you're getting there. You're, you're on, you're on your way. You're doing an awesome job. Um, I, I want to ask this question, which, which women in history, if you had the opportunity to go back and wrestle any woman in history, who would you wrestle?
2: Oh gosh, that is, that is a great question. Um, Whew. I would. Does it have Does it have to be one specifically, or are we like?
0: You say whoever you want. Set as many yeah. as you want.
2: Okay, so um, definitely Medusa. Mm-hmm. If I could go back in time, Medusa is definitely high up there. I would, I would love to wrestle Gail Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I if I get the chance, Jordan Grace, um, it's like, it's one of those things where the, um, the joy of getting to actually go up against somebody that you've looked up to. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Grace would be really high on that list. Um, but yeah, I think that I think those would be my top three
0: awesome um let me ask you this too. in in the evolution of women's wrestling they've been you're seeing a lot of new matches of like elimination chambers ladder matches what type of match would you are you wanting to wrestle most that you haven't got to wrestle in yet
2: oh gosh um l- ladder matches are definitely uh, pretty high up there, if not a TLC. Hmm. Um, I, I've just always always wanted to get up on a ladder uh, in the middle of a match and, you know, just go at it. Uh, I just think that's really cool. Um, kind of gives you more of an adrenaline rush than uh, normal because, I mean, there's much more of a risk factor in that. But uh, I definitely a ladder match would be my top. OK, awesome.
0: Um, there's a question I want to ask, and it's we ask this of a lot of the different wrestlers we interview because I've talked before about getting into wrestling. And my wife said, no, you better <laughs> never. They're going to come back and cry the whole time. Um, and, uh, we, we joke around with uh, Joe's wife on how she feels about him wrestling. How does how does your boyfriend feel about you wrestling and um with it being a physical thing? Like it's because it's not a, a a soft thing. It's not just dancing around. It's, it's physicality and there's a possibility of getting hurt. What is your boy, how does your boyfriend feel about that?
2: So, you know, I feel, I feel like in um, a lot of other situations, significant others don't really understand it, but my boyfriend is actually a professional wrestler himself. So I think he kind of gets the, behind the scenes aspect of it that you uh, that there are situations that you can prevent from happening. And there's, um, there's just a lot more than that goes into it than just, Oh, you're going to go out there and break your neck. And Mm -hmm. um, I I think he understands that a little bit more because he, uh, he does wrestle himself. Um, So I haven't, really had the um situation of him not being supportive or anything like that he's he's always been 100% supportive
1: nice so do you guys ever since he's a wrestler too do you guys ever argue over the ice packs so like <laughs> the day after a show
2: there there have been, <laughs> there have been one or two times uh <laughs> definitely
1: yeah, I can I can imagine. I mean, I'm I'm in my early 40s. So like after a show or a weekend of shows like I'll do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday on Monday, I'm like covered in every ice pack in the house. So I can imagine like you guys um oh. saying, yeah, <laughs> except you're arguing over because my wife's like, you know, she doesn't need them. So we don't have to argue over them, but she's not getting she's making me get my own ice packs because oh. in her words, I did it to myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, so do you guys ever run into, um, you're, you're having to go two different directions. Like you're getting booked in one spot and he's, he's having to go to a different town cause he's
2: getting booked somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. Um, it's happening a lot more often, uh, now. Um, but there, there have been a couple of times where, uh, he would be going to one city and I'd be going to another. And sometimes it's a couple hours away and, um, you know starting out we were going to some of the same shows and we were mostly sticking together and uh it it was definitely a strange transition to uh you know not have those car rides up with each other and uh you know having to go separate ways and kind of go to different uh towns but you know we're making the best of it and um it it gets a little easier but
0: what what would your advice be to um women out there who are dating or married in a relationship of some sort and they they may be in a similar situation where there's times that you'll be apart uh for longer periods of time what advice do you give to keep a strong relationship
2: Uh trust you you just have to you have to have that trust factor um because, you know, if that's not there, there's not going to be a there's not going to be a relationship. You have to you have to talk with each other and you have to stay connected. But at the same time, you have to trust that when y'all are not talking and um, when there's not the communication that everything is going to be OK. Um, You just you have to talk with each other and you have to stay, stay connected.
0: Awesome. Now let me ask you this. What are, what are ways you guys stay connected? Are there, are there any creative things that you guys have done to I, I know everyone's got FaceTime or stuff like that, but are there anything creative you guys do to stay connected and to keep the relationship strong?
2: Yeah. So, um, you know, I'll every once in a while hide notes in uh, in his gear bag or, um, just had him around the house. So he'll find them when I'm not there. And uh, he'll do he'll do the same thing to me. And uh, it's just it's just something different about a handwritten note than, you know, getting a text on your phone or uh, an email or any kind of FaceTime call. It's just uh, it's more personal. I feel like whenever you get something handwritten that you can find and, um, you know, just just kind of give him that reassurance.
0: One of the things about our show, we've talked a little bit about relationships and family and wrestling, but the other part about faith, family, and wrestling is the faith aspect. And we talked a little bit beforehand, um, you were telling us uh, that you're a Christian, how how did you begin your relationship with Christ? Like, what's what's your testimony?
2: So, um, I had grown up in a church. Um, I, I always, Sundays went to church and um now with the whole covid situation and it's more of uh finding services online um especially with wrestling traveling i mean you have to we have shows on sundays sometimes and uh you know just listening to um podcasts and services that you can find on the road um but it started out i want to say um my junior year of high school was probably the most um, prominent time in my life where I knew for a fact that um, God was looking out for me and I had that support and sorry, I'm getting a little bit emotional here. Um, but um, I, I was going through a really hard time in my life and uh you know, I just kinda of sat down with myself one day and I re- I really just talked to God and let it all out. And um you know, ever since then I've been a hundred percent certain of my faith and where where my faith is. And uh it's it's helped a lot with um keeping keeping myself together As far as um, the traveling aspect and um, the confidence aspect that you have to have to get up in front of people um, every weekend almost. And uh, you just have to you have to you have to give it to God at some point and just um, trust that everything's going to work out.
0: Yeah, that's that's one of the cool things about uh, about the relationship with God is that when you truly get that faith. You all of a sudden feel feel more not just empowered, but you feel empowered because you have God on your side. Like there's there's nothing that can stand in your way uh, when you're following God and following Christ. Um, That's awesome. Uh, Let me let me ask you this question. With it being uh, Women History Month, who is your favorite woman in the Bible?
2: Um. Oh, gosh. Um, That that is a great question. Um, You know, I've never I've never really thought about that um, as far as like who my favorite would be. And as a woman, I'm going to I'm going to have to go with Mary. I mean, she 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 just stayed so strong during um, everything that she went through Um, and she she stayed strong and she kept her faith. And, uh, that's just really empowering.
0: One thing we want to say to, and talking about that strength of Mary and the strength you get when you follow Christ and have faith in God. Um, if you're out there and maybe you're struggling, maybe you've had that moment, uh, that Lexi was talking about and you are really set at a, at a crossroads and you need someone to come alongside of you. You need to be picked up, God is there for you. Um, and what we want to encourage you is, if you want to talk to somebody and you want to know more about having faith in God and that relationship uh, that Lexi's talking about, that Joe and I have talked about before, we encourage you reach out to us. Uh, hit us up on Facebook Messenger, Faith Family Wrestling, on Instagram, on Twitter at the same thing, or even our email at Faith Family and Wrestling at gmail.com we encourage you reach out to us we would love to talk to you more about that uh, because uh, as as you saw with Lexi even getting emotional about it, it there's something special about that relationship with God and it really is life-changing um, it's it's so amazing Lexi what where would you be do you think if you didn't have God in your life right now
2: I don't want to know, to be honest, um, I, I I couldn't imagine myself being anywhere close to where I am now. Um, I can't say that I'd be wrestling. I can't say that I would be in the relationships that I uh, that I have with my friends and my boyfriend. I I can't say that any of that would be happening right now. So.
0: Awesome. God is so good. Um, we do want to say, too, as we're coming close to our time now, Lexi, do you have any last words of advice? Any I, Anything you want to put out there to our listeners?
2: Just if you if you have a dream or have something that you would like to pursue, go for it. Because at the end of the day, you're either going to make it or you're not. And that's a 50 50 shot. So you see the glass half empty, half full. It doesn't matter. Just you need to go for it. Because if I wouldn't have taken the chance of going and trying this out, I wouldn't be in any of the best times of my life that I'm having right now. Uh, I wouldn't have 95% of the friends that I surround myself with now. Uh, and you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you never take. So just go for it.
0: And because you took your shot you're, you're going to Florida.
2: Oh yeah. The <laughs> U- UK tour in November. Oh, wow.
0: Really? Congratulations. Well, Tell us more about that.
2: That, (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I don't I don't know a whole lot of the details yet, um, but I do know I'm going on a 10 day tour in uh, November of this year. Um, I believe we're starting out in London and uh, ending up in Manchester at some point. I'll be going with uh, actually Franco Varga and uh, Jake Hollister. Um, those are going to be my traveling buddies for, uh, the UK. So I'm super excited about that.
0: Awesome. That's, that's really cool. That's, that's cool. And it's cool. You get to travel with Franco. Franco is an awesome dude. We got to uh, talk to him a couple weeks ago. He's a really cool guy. Um, that's so cool. Are there any, any shows you want to promote real quick? We know first time ever two is coming up April 18th. Correct.
2: Yes, um so first time ever too. Uh it's going to be a great show. Uh I highly recommend everyone uh sign on to Cheap Pop and watch it. Um let's see. I've got Minnesota at uh North Star Pro Wrestling and um I'm at American lucha um quite a few Saturdays out of the month. So, um American Lucha is definitely a great one. It's in Burlington. Um, but yeah, so super excited. Um, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, and I, I got to ask a question talking about American Lucha. Um, I had seen a post put out there and uh, saw a picture of one of the guys in American Lucha made dolls or and they made a, are those for sale? Could someone go and buy one of those?
2: I I do not know. Um <laughs> I was super surprised. Um, but I it was really flattering. I didn't know uh I didn't know anybody would like take the time to make a doll. Uh I I thought that was super cool. Um he definitely he makes them for a lot of people. Um but yeah, no, that's super cool. I don't think they're for sale though. Um
0: uh, even if they're not for sale, you can go and catch her out at America Lucha and all these shows coming up, especially first time ever. Uh, check those out. We'll be reviewing the next first time ever again on Facebook Live. So uh, we encourage you to check that out. And uh, we want to just say thank you so much. Where can people get if, if they want to keep up with you online? How do they keep up with you?
2: So you can find me on Facebook at Lexi Steele and uh, Instagram at Lexi Steele official, and then uh real deal Steel on Twitter.
0: Awesome. Right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Joe, you got any last last minute advice or anything you want to say sh- to close us out today?
1: No, I just want to thank you for coming on. Um, we greatly appreciated it. Uh, super fun interview. We had a blast. Hopefully, this isn't the last time. Um, Absolutely not. We talk I, had to you. A, I
2: had a great time. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me.
1: And uh, outside of that, that's it, guys. If you need help, reach out. You know, me and Joey are here to pray for you guys or or help you in any way we can. So uh, that's it for me.
0: <laughs> All right. Awesome. And remember, even in your passion and love for wrestling and your family, make sure your passion and your faith in God maintains number one. Thank you all for joining us. Have a great week and we'll see you next week. Peace.